me live out there. Next beat. That ain't the beat I want. Those was wood beats. Another beat. Right another there. beat. Nope. Give me another beat. Give me another beat. Nope. That's not it. That's the beat. Turn it up. Oh, or turn it up. I gotta hear it a little louder. Can't make it up louder than my headphones. Turn me up in my headphones. I'm still stuck in the 80s slash 90s lottos. Kangaroo boots, natty ghosts, feelers, jumpsuits, and troops. Junos, color Levi's, rugs, funny sweaters with the rhinestone ring on it. Fighting and making up the next day. Nobody gets shot. Working a hustle and a get it, a get guy. We had love for the streets, our family, our foes, our friends. Respect for the elderly. Page slash pay phone. Sneaking into Adam's theater. Watching crush groove and tougher than leather. Hopping gates out the college park to bank out because you don't want to get caught at mom's crib or at bar's crib eating funny dinner with the fam church every sunday eight o'clock a.m and even if i fell asleep in the back row or play sick no matter what man i still had to go 80s baby he's a dj i'm the rapper he's a dj i'm the rapper 80s baby he's a dj i'm the rapper what is up ladies and gentlemen welcome to episode number 96 of the x cast here on the empiremedia.com i'm your host Josh Hauslander with me as always, Adam Hernandez. It's day 5,309 in the search for Tim Shevelday. Hey, we're going off to a little bit of a late start tonight. We were hoping to come at you earlier with an episode of Politics of the Empire, but we're going to have to delay it until next week. So um, next week, before, not before the X-Cast, actually, before Deep Issues, we will be coming at you, me, Adam, and Dorf, coming at you with Politics of the Empire. Next week, around 8 Eastern time-ish, that's for next week, and then we'll follow by Deep Issues. But tonight we got the X-Cast, and we have a special guest tonight, actually. We're going to introduce someone that some of you may know, if you've been following some of our other podcasts in the past. Um, And he's been on this show, too. But we're going to introduce our new political consultant and XCast contributor Glenn Updike is going to be on the show in a little bit, talking some politics, pissing off Adam, um, you know, making, uh, uh, you know, ma- making the XCast great again is what he's going to do, I think. <laughs> <laughs> For us, so, how are you doing, Adam? Uh... <laughs> I love it when that's the response I get from you. <laughs> <laughs> but what what were we going to talk with uh, Politics of the Empire? We're going to do what? Um... Uh, well, next week's episode of Politics of the Empire will be um, is revolution or I'm sorry, is liberty lost through evolution and gained through revolution? Cool topic. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a cool topic. I, you know, there's a lot of uh, I'll save most of it for next sure, week. Yeah. I will just I will just say something right now that i am going to say it is most certainly gained through revolution but right. i'll say i'll save anything yeah. else for next week yeah no i i agree with you i agree no it'll be it'll be a cool show we'll say that for next week and we're gonna talk some politics tonight with glenn um mostly because there's a ton going on right now i mean this has been a, a busy week week and a half for i don't even know if it's for politics or if it's just been a busy week for just um nonsense you know for just for for uh for things for people to freak out about i guess but uh we got the government shutdown going going on i love government shuts that shutdown <laughs> i think they're great i love them i love them i just I, I i love how you can like never be surprised at how little a government shutdown can affect your life 
there's just there's there's no it just it just knows no bounds knows no ends as to how little a government shutdown can affect your daily life mm-hmm. you know it's it's fun i love it i love it and um it's a great thing to just just annoy people about you know it's it's an internet trolls dream i'll save my thoughts on it because i is, is that going to be a topic that comes up when... i don't know you know what we're going to kind of let glenn choose the topics tonight so if okay. you want to say something jump in man i mean you're, you're you're good it's you know i mean i i, I certainly see where you're coming from with the with the government shutdown thing mm-hmm. um and i guess in theory i agree with you mm-hmm. but the problem with this government shut and really all government shutdowns that have happened right it's not a true government no. shutdown. It's no. not a true government shutdown. And we all know that the same type of government is going to be coming back when it does open up. <laughs> exactly. It's not like this is some type of legitimate revolution where the government is being overthrown and it's going, you know, you're going to have, you know, some type of anarchist society. No, it's not. It's it's. And again, people, I'm not you may hear me say the word anarchist and freak out. One of the most misunderstood political terms ever it really is. is anarchy. You know what, Adam? And, and the thing is, I mean, people accuse me of being an anarchist and at times. And I'm actually not technically an anarchist. But people accuse me of it. And the thing is, I'm like, you know what? I'm only bothered by your accusation because I feel like you I'm going to talk about you. The, yeah. the person saying this has no idea what anarchy is. What anarchy is, mm-hmm. you know? You you are confusing anarchy with chaos. Yes, where where chaos can occur. Um, I mean, some some of the governmental systems in our world that are the exact opposite of anarchy mm-hmm. have chaos all the time. Yeah, you know, I mean, the government is chaos can be chaos. chaos. Could, yeah, chaos can be more associated with government. Yes, than. Somebody might not realize, right? Um, I mean, chaos is a very ambiguous and loose term, anyway. It is. I mean, you could you could classify what's going on now with the government as chaos, sure. And in every sense of the word, based on their ideal way of running the country, and what I mean by idea, I mean the ruling class. Mm-hmm. This is chaos for them. Right. It is absolutely 100% chaos. Yeah. Uh, it's not anarchy, though. No. No. It's not it's even close. De- it's not even close to anarchy. Um, anarchy is, uh, from everything that I've seen, anarchy is a very, it's actually a very organized society. Yeah, anarchy. Like I said, it's 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 an organized society. I I even mentioned this before, that one of the biggest anarchist magazines in Europe. You know what it's called? What? Organize. <laughs> it's called Organize. Yeah. And again, people are going to say like, "Oh, well, that's that's an oxymoron," or that doesn't make sense, or you know, they're going against their own rules. Okay. Well. Again, that that's somebody who doesn't understand what anarchy truly is. Just because there's anarchy or an anarchist system of of government, mm-hmm. quote unquote, I, you know, I really don't use, like to use the term government, but um, it doesn't mean there's not rules put in place. Right. 
that's I mean that's it's a total misnomer. It's 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 total bullshit coming from somebody who doesn't understand what it is. No, I mean people love to say things when when you mention anarchy. People love to say things like, "Well, if there was anarchy, then somebody would just take over. Who somebody who is bigger or more powerful would just take over and threaten you with violence." No, that's government. You just described government. Yes, yes. No, that is that is government. Then government, government is something that is 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 an institution that will use violent force against somebody mm-hmm. to um, everything government does. They do through yes. threat of violence, which is which is, and, and we we see it right now, or we've seen it before. Um, there is a there. There are two anarchist societies right now going on. In the world, currently right now, two of them, and in both cases, there's a state government trying to take them over mm-hmm. and basically put them out. One of them is Rehova. It people I'm sure are well aware of the Kurds mm-hmm. in northern Syria, northern Iraq. They actually run an anarchist society there. Now I know this is what's going to differ from a lot of people, but it's it's actually an anarcho-communist society, which I know is going to go against what some of some people's beliefs, including my colleague here um, across me. But it is technically an anarchist society, and they're trying to be put out by not only the Syrians, but one of the biggest, most corrupt totalitarian governments on the face of this earth in Turkey who is supported right now by the United States. Right. Um, the other one is the EZLN um, in uh, southern Mexico and the Chiapas, the Zapatistas. They are an anarchist society as well. Um, other anarchist societies that have been put in place um, was uh, Free Ukraine mm-hmm. um, back during the early um, 1900s. They were put out, I believe, by the um, by the Soviet Union and the Bolsheviks. Um and they too were an anarcho-communist society, but lo and behold, they were put out. I believe, I believe, by state communism. Another one was um, was uh, the society that came about during the Spanish Revolution. They ended up being put out by Franco and his fascist totalitarian government. So, anarchist societies have existed, and they currently exist today. No, you're you're right, Adam. Good, great job, by the way. Good, good, good history lesson. Good kind of, you know, current uh, political lesson on it too. The only thing I would say is that one could still argue that we've never really had an opportunity to try out an anarchist society because even the great examples you just gave, there's never an example where they're left alone. No, no, they're always, it's, it's always, they're always being forced to, to unify in some way to protect themselves mm-hmm. against some huge statist group mm-hmm. trying to undo their terrible, their, their, their terrible anarchist freedom, you know, loving of liberty way. I, that's all anarchy is. It's liberty. Mm-hmm. It's liberty. You know, and we've had certain... It's the truest form of liberty that you can get. Right. I and mean, the it's... thing is, we've tried to do things in the past. The United States was supposed to be this great experiment where it wasn't anarchy, but it was going to be federalism, where federalism was going to guarantee 
your liberty. This was supposed to actually be, in some ways, it was like, could this be more liberty-loving than even anarchy? To say that, that, no, the only thing the government will do is it will make sure that your liberty is upheld. Yeah. But the thing is, whenever these things have sprouted up, like the United States, like France, you know, in their, um, you know, in their revolution in the late 1700s, they don't work. They work to be decent countries. I'm not, the United States is, is a great country. France is a great country. Mm-hmm. But they don't work. They, they fall apart. They don't say what they're going to do. I mean, I love the Constitution of the United States of America. I think it's one of the greatest documents ever written. Mm-hmm. But truth is, we don't follow it, guys. We don't. You can pretend like we follow it. You can give examples where we use it as a guideline. But we don't follow it. If we don't follow it, too, what's the point of having it? Exactly. And I love the Constitution. Seriously, like, nobody loves the Constitution more than me. But we don't follow it, guys. We don't. And, and people love to pick and choose what you love in the Constitution. You don't get to pick and choose what you love in the Constitution. You know, you, you love all the liberty or you don't get any of it. And, and Dorf, Dorf has chimed in, too. And I know Dorf isn't a big anarchy guy. Anarchy is weak. Notice how it always gets eaten up by a stronger, more cohesive culture. It's not so much a culture. It's a more cohesive government. Right. Um, and you know what? The only thing that we can do right now is if you advocate for anarchy is learn from what has happened in the past. Right. Um, the only thing, and I know this is something that, and this is something that we can talk further about on, on politics of the empire, but um, it's all about how you go about the revolution. Um, take for instance, and I'm going to take a more anarcho-communist approach mm-hmm. on this just because that's, that's more what and, I And I as believe. I've said in the past to you, Adam, too, I don't have a problem with anarcho-communism necessarily. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't differentiate between anarcho-communism and anarcho-capitalism. Okay. That, that's the only fallacy I see. It isn't a problem with anarcho-communism. It's the idea that that, that could change daily. That can mm-hmm. change with your mood. And this is, well, this is what I'm going to say, is that this isn't something that is going to be undertaken overnight. I mean, the old, the old, you know, cliche term room wasn't built in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are going to have a revolution, you do certainly need to realize what has happened in the past with these certain sure. forms of, 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 of anarchy. Um, yes, if somebody was going to try to start an anarchist society today, it would most certainly be crushed by the state. There's no doubts about it. Um, however, if you're very strategic about the way you go about trying to form your revolution, and I know this is probably going to get us flagged by, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, first of all, think of the military. A lot of people go into the military. Why, Josh? Um, I don't know. For benefits. Sure, right, yeah. For, for benefits. For, yeah, for, for, they what, have, for they, what they get for. They, they have to pay for school. They, mm-hmm. need to, they need to do something. They need to provide for their family, whatever. Sure. Get them out of a tough spot. Yes. If you could sit here and begin to 
organize yourself where you can begin to detour people away from going into the military or you can begin to detour people from abandoning the military or defecting to your way of you know to your side based on these certain sets of guidelines here okay if you defect to us if you fight for us this is what we're looking to put in place here that's one way that you can go about changing the thinking in order to help your own cause of revolution and again, this isn't something that's going to happen overnight. No, it's not. It's not. It's, it's I mean, but the, there's certain steps out there that you will have to take in order to successfully overthrow the state. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not impossible. No, it's- it most certainly isn't impossible. And then from there, you need to make sure that you have, um, I know there are a lot of people out there have a problem with globalism. Especially if you are, you know, if, if you're somebody who is a, you know, far left or far right, mm-hmm. there is a problem with globalism. And I understand that. I'm not talking about global, globaliza- globalization when it comes to anarchy. But what I am talking about is internationalism. You do have to have an aspect of internationalism, um, an aspect of, um, of cooperation between different anarchist groups recognition of who else exists exactly um cooperation um solidarity Mm -hmm. to help them fight off the other state factions they're going to try to overthrow Mm -hmm. them as well i agree you know what and you know i want to thank dorf for chiming in with that too and the thing is, do you know what, what Dorf said? And, you know, they were talking about Dorf from Politics of the Empire and the Majors Live. Um, thank you for that. We, you know, he said that anarchy is weak. And you know what, Dorf? You are right. And you know what, though, too? Go ahead. Finish your no, thought. You, you are right. Because the truth is anarchy is weak. It's weak because anarchy isn't violence. Government is violence. Government is violence. So anarchy is weak. Just like saying, um... Turning the other cheek is weak. Being a Christian is weak. Being a being a good person is weak. Not caring, you know, accepting that other people are different than you and that's okay, that's weak. So yeah, so anarchy is weak. Anarchy is weakness in some ways because you have to acknowledge that we're accepting that other people are that way, and they're going to leave me alone, and I'm going to leave them alone. But, yeah, so so that is why anarchy fails, is because the state is powerful. The state Because is government par- has money and guns the state and is, tanks. The state is powerful, but it doesn't have—but anarchy doesn't have to be weak in the sense of revolution. It does not. It doesn't. Anarchy can put down its arms and disband its militias once— once an anarchist society has been put in place. Now, another thing that Dorf puts in here is anarchy is not achievable with our population levels. Again, I, 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 go, I, I go and I invite you to look up the population levels that were in existence with revolutionary Spain mm-hmm. and for Ukraine. 
there was um oh man i can't remember how many it was i don't want to say the tens of millions with 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 revolutionary spain but i believe you were looking around seven million people that were part of an anarchist society in revolutionary Spain. As, as our population grows in this world, there is this fallacy. And I think you're around like one or two million with free Ukraine. Okay. Yeah, no, it's so, a lot of people. It's a lot of people. No, there's this fallacy out there that because technology gets, that, that technology has to breed less liberty for individuals. Mm-hmm. And I find that I completely reject this idea. The idea that we as human beings become smarter, our technology becomes better, and our way of life becomes better. The idea that that means we have to be less free is ludicrous to me. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely ludicrous to me. The idea that we could be free in 1789 because we had less stuff and we had less intelligence and less possibilities for gaining information. The idea that we could be more free then than we can be now, to me, is... It's silly. Mm -hmm. It's silly. We are becoming smarter, and our technology is advanced. There's no reason in the world why we can't, as we have better computing power, better mechanics, better chemistry, better health, that we can't have better freedom. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And just because, I mean, and I know, I know some people might say too um, that, you know, you won't be able to have any of those things, which again, completely, it, it's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of, uh, I know a lot of Leninist and, you know, in, in Marxist for that matter, will go and say as well that you cannot have you know, certain aspects of, of anarchism without some type of state being implemented. And again, it's just, it's, there's, somebody might have their misconstrued definition of a state. Sure. Um, and I'll have mine. Sure. And if, 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 if that's what you want to think, then so be it. Mm-hmm. So be it. Um, all of, all I know is that the form of anarchy that I see as possibly quite possibly being successful is most certainly a decentralized state sure and you know i think you would agree with this statement adam and then we want to get glenn on too soon because we're kind of cutting into his time but but you know i think you would agree with this statement adam is that you know is a peaceful anarchy complete with freedom and liberty for all people is it a pipe dream maybe it is but we could at least, at the very least, be moving in the direction of that pipe dream instead of moving away from it. Sure, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. You know, I mean, that's, to me, that that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Move in the right direction. If it takes a thousand years, let's move in the right direction. But right now, we're stepping away from it, and that's not good. Yeah. And I don't just mean the United States of America. I mean the vast majority of planet Earth. Yeah, the vast majority of planet Earth is... is, is, is it's it's too engulfed by the state itself amen with um some guys that they tell you is liberty and freedom when it's really not. it's not it's not sorry to say but it's not mm-hmm. you know um i'm surprised glenn hasn't called in is yeah. he is he is he nervous i don't know i'll, I'll, I'll maybe uh 
<laughs> I'll shoot him a message here, maybe. Because yeah. I, I know Donald Trump's a big government guy, and he's another one of those sheep's or you know wolf and <laughs> oh, sheep's clothing for, for throwing shade at him <laughs> if he's nervous that's fine i mean he doesn't <laughs> no glenn is a podcast pro i'm sure he'll be i'm not saying like he's nervous about being on a podcast <laughs> nervous about about going up against an intellect such as no no <laughs> there oh, he is jesus christ i was kidding i was kidding <laughs> hey glenn what's up man you're on the x cast how you doing buddy hey guys thanks for having me yeah, absolutely yeah, man yeah, yeah thanks for having me when i don't have to talk about video games too you are welcome you know what glenn i was gonna save this for last but being on a podcast and not talking about video games is a it's it's its own reward is it not yeah i mean it's refreshing <laughs> It's like I haven't I haven't tasted water in four years. <laughs> hey Glenn, do you like Chrono Trigger? Uh yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's not gonna be hard to get Glenn to talk about video games. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not gonna talk Chrono Trigger. It's, I'm not it's, done talking Chrono Trigger. <laughs> Glenn's a lot like me. It's not it's not that we don't love video games, it's just you know do you th- there's do you, funner things to podcast about. Do you think Final Fantasy was like really overrated? <laughs> <laughs> uh depends on which game you're talking about okay final fantasy 3 no that's probably the best in the series <laughs> oh god <laughs> you know what well, I've, actually, I've never played a final fantasy game in my life yeah, they're, they're i think final fantasy 7 is overrated but you know i've never played to- diff- totally different governments in both games <laughs> i really think about it are there governmental systems in the Final Fantasy games? Yeah, there are. Oh, really? Completely. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've honestly, I've, I mean, I'm a gamer, but I've never played a Final Fantasy game in my life, which I know is kind yeah. of weird. I... Oh, actually, a lot of them are based on government. Somebody's ruling the world, and they want to overthrow it, pretty much. Okay. Well, I told I told Josh that, that one of my big trades is a is is a you know, when I was younger, was trading Super Mario RPG for Final Fantasy 3. Which one did you receive? I got Final Fantasy 3. Okay, okay. Yeah. And you did yeah. you like that trade or dislike that trade? Yeah, it was fine. I mean, I actually played a lot of Super Mario RPG at the time. Okay. And, and I, was, I was ready to, you know... Move on. I was more... I mean, I was most certainly a... I can't remember if Super Mario RPG was Squaresoft or not, but... I was a Squaresoft guy, and I wanted to see, you know, the big rival, the Chrono Trigger. Okay. You know. I always thought that game looked cool, but I never played that either. <laughs> I, lo- I, lo- I love that we're talking video games. I know. Right <laughs> I know. We're, I'm sorry, Glenn. We, we, get, we go off on tangents. If you think about Final Fantasy three, right, what was the magic in that game? That was oil. It powered all the machines. Uh-huh. It powered all, all of the uh, tanks and war destructive things and one person wanted to rule it all even though he was completely batshit crazy he wanted to to rule everything god that sounds so familiar to to, to today yeah <laughs> so so how have you guys been holding up i mean the government's been shut down for like almost a month here yeah we are we in thunderdome now or what i mean what's <laughs> foraging for food and water here pretty soon <laughs> Yeah, I mean, are we like is are are the tanks and F sixteens like up for grabs now or what? 
I, I, I wouldn't. That'd be probably the last thing that they would sell. Oh man, I would take I would take a tank right now. That'd be fucking sweet. This is what surprises me: is nobody's made a GoFundMe for the government. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. There was a GoFundMe for the wall, but no one's making a GoFundMe for the government being shut down. It's like it's almost like people don't care. <laughs> You know, it's I, I've you know, you guys please chime in on this too. You know, I feel like I feel like it really is true that like nobody cares that the government's shut down, and I feel like the only people that do care only care because somebody told them to care. I feel like well, the, I feel like the most pe- the people that are crying about it the most, like oh my god, the government's shut down. What are we gonna do? Like they wouldn't even know <laughs> if. They they would not know at all, well, and I know there's some there's a few people out there there are some people out there who aren't getting paid. It sucks. I get it. I get it. That it sucks for them. For those of you that aren't getting paid, it sucks. But you aren't going to get paid though. You're just your your paycheck's delayed. Which if you've if you're a working class person in America, you've probably dealt with that at some point in your life. I know I have. You know, dealt with you know uh, some something didn't happen and your paychecks aren't. You know, are going to be delayed for a while. It sucks. Um, the only yeah, difference is government workers know when it's coming. Job. Usually, yeah. Um, but I feel like the people that are the most butthurt about it would not know if somebody on the news didn't say we need to be crying about this. Like you, you, you need to be upset because the government's shut down. Like it isn't actually affecting them. They're pretending like it's affecting them. What about well, the FDA? What about the TSA? What about the like? Okay, well, <laughs> you didn't even you wouldn't even know. You wouldn't no, know. You wouldn't. you wouldn't know if you didn't turn on the news no. and say, "Oh my God, the humanity." No, you, you you wouldn't know. But you know, you know what? The reason why, and I and I told you part of it, Josh. Why sure. I'm I I don't like necessarily the government shutdown just because a it's not a real shutdown right. and b we know that, this, yeah. that, that the it's same gov- a- yeah that the same government's going to be coming back when it does reopen <laughs> right. up quote unquote <laughs> but and then they're just gonna have to make up for all the all the governmenting they didn't do yeah but not only that i mean it's 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 almost like a sanctioned laziness because we're still paying a lot for a lot of things right now as because you still have to pay tax oh, on yeah. everything. Oh, oh yeah. Yet the stuff that we're paying tax on some of it we can't use. Yeah. Those, because those of because us that the did gov- get paychecks. No. You know, I, yeah, I know exactly. the vast majority of us still did get paychecks. I know it sucks for those government workers yeah. that didn't. But those of us that did know that they still took taxes out of it. They still took taxes out of it. And the stuff that we and, and the stuff that we do benefit from when it comes to when it comes to paying tax I know it's mm-hmm. I know it, it may be few and far between, but a lot of that stuff is still unable to be accessed by us mm-hmm. because of a lazy government shutdown. And um not only that, and again, are, are people with disability getting disability checks? Like, I think so. Like people who are, so. you know, wheelchairs or whatever, or people so. who may depend on, right. you know, meals on wheels. I mean, I mean, those are the people that I am really concerned about. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that has not stopped. Okay. Um, but 
the thing is about it, and when I'm talking about it, like I make comments. I know I'm crass. I'm rude. I'm obnoxious. I make comments about how I love the government shutdown. But the, the, what I'm really saying there is I'm just pointing out the ludicrous nature of it all mm-hmm. because the government isn't shut down. That, no, that's that's the main thing I'm trying to say here. You know, when I'm I'm obnoxious and, you know, I mean, for those of you who follow me on social media, I've been super obnoxious of late. I'm um, just posting this stuff. But that that's the, the idea I'm trying to get across here is that the government isn't shut down, people. No, There's... it's not. Okay, this is the thing, though. The government's, like, what part of partial government shutdown do people not understand and what part of non-essential government workers do people not understand it's a partial government shutdown on non-essential employees tell me one business or corporation that has 800,000 people that are non-essential on the payroll (laughs) yeah not, not a successful one not yeah not a successful one probably someone that's a what twenty million dollars in in debt? Well, Sounds like our government. It was probably it was probably a company run by Donald Trump. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Glenn. Yes. No, no. I mean, keep digging on that one. But he's your president. He had, he achieved the ultimate form of power. He did he, not? he most certainly is our president. <laughs> yep. Unfortunately. It will. You know, I mean, and, what's the other choice? Murder in the White House? Oh, Gary, there's Gary Johnson, man. <laughs> yeah, but he, he didn't have a leg to stand on after the Aleppo bullcrap. Yeah, that, that was that was bad. I mean, that, that was his death nail in any candidacy. Yeah, I know. I, I, I wish I wish they would have asked the the quote unquote the air quote real candidates the questions that uh, Gary Johnson was supposed to answer. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, I mean, well, well just... you know, while Hillary was, you know, making racist jokes in New York and Donald Trump was talking dick size with uh, Marco Rubio, they were actually asking, you know, Gary Johnson, you know, real questions <laughs> about foreign policy. <laughs> and then he had a and then he had a gaffe and he's like, oh, look at this idiot. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but hey, I'm not even a big Gary Johnson fan. He's kind of a clown to tell you the truth. You know, but, well, you know, but you know, I, they, I'm glad I wasted my vote on do him. Do you guys want to know something that is really scary right now? Sure. What's up? And like, I'm I'm pro Second Amendment. I think you know the right to bear arms, but we do need checks and balances for people that do have that right. Since hmm. the government shutdown, statist, the employees that are doing the background checks are getting lazier and lazier and lazier. And it it's not about, like, doing their job. I mean, like you guys stated previously, most, most people that join the military are doing it to provide for their family, mm-hmm. but they'll do it by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. Now, the government programs that check our firearms, I've, I've been, every time I do a government like background check on someone that wants to purchase a firearm. And I run a gun store, by the way, in case people don't know. Um, it's called Blend background... Guns, right? No. Oh, okay. That'd be cool, though. <laughs> yeah, it would be. <laughs> Maybe but, someday, uh, right? Someday. If, I buy stock... if, it, if it ever uh, goes corporate and I buy stock in the company. <laughs> 
but the the scary part is is these government checks no one gives a shit about on the other end of the line which are the people doing the background checks they're all they're all like well i'll get back to you when i can i won't get back to you which i've had a couple people and i had to actually log into the fbi website to review what happened and get my own information they just don't give a shit and they were already terrible at doing background checks before Isn't and it? now that they don't give a shit it's like well who cares anyone can have a gun isn't that typically the and and I mean, not just guns, but isn't that typically the, the, the how the inner workings with government usually is? I, yeah, mean, I mean, does government do anything properly? I mean, not, I mean, not, I mean, maybe not give a shit so much, but, you know, run at a snail's pace and take their time and not really care about who they're helping anyway. Just I'll tell you what, I, I mean, the people, the TSA is the one people keep bringing up over and over again but i mean i flew on a plane last week and the finger in my butthole felt exactly the same as when the <laughs> government was 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 up and running <laughs> i mean it, it did not feel you know any different so they they the tsa still seems to be doing their job i was fine. they did not find any terrorists up there either no i was not for lack of trying i mean i fl- <laughs> i flew during the government shutdown too and it, i really didn't see anything different yeah. Yeah. This no. is this is what I tell every customer, like when I do a background check, and they don't reply back to me or do anything like that, mm-hmm. and customer is on the other side bitching at me. I always tell them, "Well, these are the same people that work at the DMV. What do you expect?" <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, that is a good point. Do they understand from there, then? Glenn? Yeah, they do. They t- <laughs> they're all like, "Well, I have a license to drive, and I remember the last two experiences I had. Yeah, they did a shitty job." No, well, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, good point to make. It comes with experience, though, so. I see. I wouldn't know that. (laughs) I've talked to these people on the phone, man. They're about as smart as gas station attendants. (laughs) Wow, that's awfully rude to gas station attendants (laughs) around America. (laughs) The gas station (laughs) attendants—they—they have an entire script to read off of. Like this is—I'm pro-gun, but like if you want to really like crack down, get into your background checks because these people have like a fucking script that they read off. Like, and it's perfect every time until you get the one disgruntled employee, which I've gotten plenty of them before the, the government shut down. They were just completely rude to me. And <laughs> you could tell that they don't give a, a shit about their job on the other side. It's, it's, I get better customer support from telemarketers. Hey, hey, Glenn, I got, I got a question for you since you're, you know, you're, you, you work at a gun shop and you know, you've, you've expressed, you know, you're, you're second amendment guy. Um, you're a second amendment guy that, you know, supports background checks. And I know Josh just, you know, he called you a statist while you were doing that. Um, That's fine. I, I know Josh is using <laughs> that. I see the look on his face. Um, <laughs> I, I deal with people every day that want to buy guns uh-huh. and I've refused people guns just because I was like, yeah, that dude's not safe. So I'm not selling them a gun because you're part of the state. <laughs> I'm just no, kidding. Because, I'm just kidding. because this guy picked up a, a scope for a rifle, looked at it backwards, looked through the uh, big end of it and goes, there's not much of a zoom to it. Is there? 
I'm not selling that guy a gun. That's just morally. I'm I'm morally not going to sell that guy a gun. If he can't look through a scope the right way, I'm not selling him a gun. Would that be like a guy going in to buy a car and he sits in the back seat and it's like, hey, where's the steering wheel? (laughs) It's exactly like that. And you know what? You guys should be thanking me because I probably saved life. But I see, mean, and here Adam thought you were gonna, you guys were gonna be disagreeing on things. He's well, like, I, I he's mean, like listen, listen, to this guy. Wow. I, I, th- I think, I think the the gun argument is is much more complex than people make it out to be. Hey, I believe that a person working in a gun store has every right to say, "No, I'm not selling you a gun because you're a tard." <laughs> I, I totally, I totally, you know, I just don't, I just don't, uh, I just. I just don't agree with the government's right to do that. Well, my 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 question my question to Glenn though is is that why don't you don't why don't the government privatize it and make sure that people that are doing the background checks actually give a shit? Yeah, I mean, well, because, because they wouldn't be making that fifteen dollars every government background check. That's why, right? Someone else would be that would be doing a better job, just like the TSA. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a it's a money it's a money thing for government and yeah I mean nobody's surprised by that but Glenn my my question to you is um, being a Second Amendment guy I mean what, what what's your take on somebody who might say that you know that background checks or you know uh, you know having somebody on a list to not buy a gun that that's just you know that's just the government trying to come up with every opportunity to prevent somebody from buying a gun who they deem, you know, on their own terms as being a threat when they're actually not a threat to anybody at all. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean by that? I mean, because a lot of the, a lot of the things that, you know, that people might have a problem with who are pro second amendment is that I don't like government watch lists. I don't like, you know, having, you know, people who are on the no fly list um, also be on a no-gun list because you could be put on a no-fly list for anything. There's no real guideline for it. Do you see what my I question guess, is here? Yeah, I, I do, and I can answer that. Like, uh, most of the parts of that, I mean, are useful. Uh-huh. The one part that I don't, I, I specifically don't agree with is the domestic violence ca- cause is... I think they should do more research and be in that. Um, And I think they should give people an option to oppose it because if a, if a cup, I've seen this before too, hundred percent. I was even a witness in a court case for this. If, if a woman claims domestic violence when it wasn't, that guy can't buy a gun no more for the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. And, I've seen cases personally, which I testified in court, but technically it was still a, it was still assault because they got in, in a person's bubble, didn't do anything when they got in, in the person's bubble, but they got in that person's bubble. Therefore they were deemed, they assaulted the other person. And even though they didn't do anything physically, they can't buy a gun no more. Like, how is that morally right? So you're saying that there's um, there's just too many layers to this to just come down with one simple judgment and take away 
their Second Amendment it, right. There's too many layers that that generalize people, but yeah. not enough layers that that single out mental illness, which I think is the biggest problem. On on that is we should be focused more on people that are mentally ill, and be and be uh give more checks into that that side of the spectrum than anything else. Well, Josh, I mean, do you, I mean, as somebody, I mean, do you see a problem with the mentally ill, um, you know, approach to this simply because, you know, can a doctor become politicized in their, in their diagnosis that I have a huge problem with, uh, with the idea that one would say that, uh, somebody cannot have a firearm because they're mentally ill because, it's deemed through arbitrary means. A lot of the people who um, we say are mentally ill are um, former military veterans who have, like have PTSD. PTSD, yeah. And, I mean, who is more capable of <laughs> controlling a firearm and using it for the proper, you know, proper methods than, than somebody in that position? Um I've known people that uh, some of their, you know, the uh, 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 hunting and shooting actually can be a very therapeutic thing for people that um, are not violent in any way. That's I, fine, but there, there's, if you look at like school shootings and stuff, these FBI agents were tipped off months ahead of time that someone was planning something violent. There, these people had been admitted to hospitals under psychiatric care, yet your government background check that is supposed to look at medical records only looks like generalized. It only generalizes it instead of like making it specific. Now, if you can make it specific, you could go, okay, this guy has PTSD who was in the military, but he doesn't have any issues that would result in him trying to do something bad to other people. See, I, I believe that people are guilty until proven innocent. And if you haven't, <laughs> you, th- you think that's the general viewpoint of, of the world. I, I do. I, th- I think that is, that's not necessarily your viewpoint. What's the general viewpoint of the world? You, you don't believe that people are guilty until proven innocent. You just think that's the way that I that, think that's what that is saying. Yeah. I believe that people should be innocent until proven okay, guilty. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just I'm just advocating so, for more closer background checks in mental health. You can separate them and be all like, okay, this guy's in this category and whatever. I, I do not believe that any person that hasn't committed a crime should be denied any rights but there are people that have committed crimes that's what that's why i'm saying is like the people that have committed crimes we've let go well are they in jail no then they've they served their time right i see i believe the people who have, they were committed i i firmly believe and i realize a lot of people are going to disagree with this but i firmly believe that if someone has committed a crime and they are dangerous then they should be in jail and if they are rehabilitated and have been released from jail, then they should be afforded the exact same rights as every other individual that is free. I believe that people know, shall be free you know or people shall not be free. 
you know, you if know you are how- dangerous, then you by all means should be in prison. Do you know how often rehabilitation works? Oh, I don't yeah. think it works very often at all. But I believe that most of the people who they're attempting to rehabilitate, a lot of them don't you, need you're it talking either. About, I, I've had a brother that was rehabilitated from doing bodily harm to himself and drinking and driving. And he still does it. He's sitting in jail as we speak right now. For drinking now and driving. Oh, now you're talking about trusting the rehabilitation of people that have have done stuff that have provoked violence or are on the violent spectrum. I mean, I don't listen. I, I don't claim to say that the system is perfect, but the system we have now is imperfect. I'd rather err on the side of having people be free. You know, I mean, that just kind of like the old adage. I would rather see. I'd, I'd rather see a guilty person go free than a innocent person be in prison. You know, I mean, and I realize that that um, that 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 lends to well to having um, less security and more liberty. I do realize that. Um, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to throw out kind of some basic statements that that I believe. That, that I agree with, and you guys may not, and you guys can, you know, talk about it from there. But to me, I believe that no gun should be illegal that isn't used in violence. I, I believe that there there is no such thing, there, there should be no such thing as a gun that is illegal to own by anyone. To me, the only illegal act of a gun should be using it against somebody. Using it in violence. The ownership of a gun, to me, in no way should ever be illegal. I don't care if it's a bazooka, a machine gun, a Saturday Night Special, a twenty-two Derringer. I don't believe that... Super Soaker. Yeah, or a Super Soaker. <laughs> Even if you have a Super Soaker filled with bleach, like they claimed that people were doing back in the 80s. Which nobody really did, but um, even even if you if even if you have a super soaker filled with bleach in your basement, but you have never used it on anyone, I do not believe that that is illegal. That that should be illegal. Do you guys? I mean, and it's okay, but I mean, just do you guys disagree with that statement? I I can't disagree, but at the same time, it, well, no, I really can't disagree with that. I'm gonna. I'm going to go a completely different route here, Josh. Okay. I'm not going to say I agree or disagree with you. Um, I'm just going to lay claim that the whole gun issue is something that isn't merely going to be... It's not going to be solved one way or the other. It's not going to be solved by um, legislation. And it's not going to be solved by allowing people to own whatever they want. Either which way. I mean, there's a fundamental root problem with this country that needs to be... Well, there's a variety of different ones that needs to be solved first. And if, Josh, you want to take... If you want to say that you want to take the stance of erring on the side of liberty, then so be it. The only thing that I'm saying is the way of life or the, you know, the type of society that we're living in right now, one way or the other whether you go more towards the quote-unquote left or the quote-unquote right isn't going to solve the problem that we have with guns in the country right here and now 
So I'm just, that's going to be my mm-hmm. disclaimer to the rest of, you know, of whatever it is you throw out there. Um, I'm just saying that, you know, there's more of a problem to this argument. I'm not saying your argument, mm-hmm. but the, but the gun argument in general that is, that can't be satisfied with taking all the guns away or, you know, continuing to, you know, pat the NRA mm-hmm. on the ass time and time again. So, right. well, and, and that, that's in it, well said Adam. And, and that's, you know, one, one of the fallacies is that you can take all the guns away. You know, it, it, it can't be done here in the United States. And, Truth is, they act like it's been done in other countries or that it hasn't been done in other countries or could be done in other countries. But you can't actually do it there either. You know, they they took all the guns in Australia, supposedly, a while back. There's still a ton of guns in Australia. They just aren't telling everybody, okay? There really is. You know, you can see see pictures of of all the uh, dead kangaroo carcasses outside the farms in Australia, they still have guns there. They still do. No, I, you know, I mean, and that's, and, and that's, I feel like that's a, something worth noting is that say, Oh, it worked in Australia. It worked here. It worked there. It's like, it really didn't, but well, you're right. We, we're, you know, we have a issue with the school shootings and all that stuff. That, that is true for, and there's, that could be a whole nother. You know, I mean, that that's a whole nother argument. I mean, if you want to ask me if I think there's too many guns out there, then yeah, I do think that there's too many guns out there, but what's done is done. I mean, you're not, I mean, you can't go out there and all of a sudden just start rounding up guns. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's not, and it, you know, Josh and I just railed on about revolution and everything before Glenn called in. I think we'd be hypocrites if we went and said that, yeah, they should round up every single gun that they have and not allow anybody to use guns. Mm-hmm. That's that's totally going against the point that we were trying to make earlier. Sure. You certainly are not going to be able to have a revolution if you don't have access to guns. Right. But yeah. And and hey Glenn, you're you're, you know, kind of an expert on in this field too, but the one thing I like to say from a completely philosophical perspective is that if someone wants to debate philosophically whether or not the invention of the gun was a good thing, or maybe the world would be a better place if we never invented the gun, that's fine. That's that's an argument to be had philosophically. But as I'm sure you can vouch for, Glenn, the gun is a very simple machine. You know, yeah. you you it's not like you can get rid of them now. Because you could you could destroy every gun on planet earth right now snap your fingers and you know thanos style and just get rid of all of them or get rid of half of them like thanos would you know (laughs) um you 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 could do that but it's not like it's intense science to be able to build a gun no this is you know i mean they're they're not hard to make this is the thing like trump banned bump stocks which i was against and you can make the same thing with a rubber band or a spring so it's like, unless you ban rubber bands and springs, you're not getting your point across. Yeah, but by, by Trump doing this. But and the, this, but ahead, the left ahead, was all like, oh, God, he banned bump stocks. Hallelujah. And it's like, you idiots realize that I can make the same thing with a rubber band or a spring. But by Trump making it illegal, he, I mean, I think this is something that's kind of forgotten, and I, I was I was debating this and arguing with a lot of people about the bump stock thing too, because I was very 
mad about it. You know, to me, I was, I was mad about it. You're mad about the principle, the the, the principle of it. I've never owned a bump stock in my life. I don't even want one. I don't. I I care less. Honestly, same thing with your finger. If you you really, you you can. And the thing is, though, but by Trump doing that, by Francis did right, right, I could. And and what a lot of people do not understand about that. And I'm not calling people dumb for this, but, you know, what a lot of people do not understand about him banning the bump stocks. And also, by the way, him saying that you had to surrender them. I'm sorry, that's straight up fascist stuff. That's that. that, that I mean, that's that's uh, look that that is uh, that's um that's, that's very, 1940s fascism. That's a right very there. poor choice of words that he used there. And I don't know if he meant to say that because obviously, you know, my opinion on trump and mm-hmm. and his choice of words that i i mean i hope he didn't choose to use well those i mean words. but it was it was the law you had to surrender them yeah and the thing is with that is by him classifying bump stocks as automatic weapons which again i've told you guys my views i don't believe automatic weapons should be illegal but they have been here for a really long time mm-hmm. automatic weapons eight. yeah i mean since the 40s right Automatic weapons have been think, have been I, I illegal think, uh, for personal, for, you know, if you don't have an FFL since I the nineteen forties. I think the assault weapon ban or whatever the automatic that was in the eighties, yeah, the Brady Bill, yeah, the eighties. But 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 I mean the the banning of automatic weapons was in the forties. It dates back to the Tommy guns and the you know the the mafia gangs. In the U.S., those have been banned for that long by Donald Trump lumping bump stocks in with full auto weapons. That made your rubber band trick. That made that highly illegal. So that rubber no, brand no. trick you were talking about, Glenn. No, it doesn't. It, it does, though, the- because now you're altering a gun to be full auto. No, you're not, because this is what they banned is the patent for it. But no, but he but he also classified bump stocks. Bump stocks don't use rubber bands. I know, but he classified that action as as full auto. So now you are you are modifying your gun to be full auto. It's a complete troll in my eyes. Is like I don't agree with it at all. But he was all like, "Well, you can't you can't produce these and sell them anymore," while knowing. That you can make the same effect with your finger, a rubber band, a spring, any any one of those. So it's like you you can't ban the he didn't ban the the concept of it he just banned what was already patented. I mean, for for instance, it's very simple to convert a Glock or a Beretta to full auto. The reason people. One of the reasons people don't do don't it is because it's, it's... Everybody would want to go full auto. You're not accurate at full auto. No, you're not. But it's, it's it might be fun. A semi-automatic rifle and a fully automatic rifle. Why do you think all these shooters prefer semi-automatic? Because you're more accurate. Sure, yeah. I mean, and that's why the, the military doesn't it's hardly even use full auto. It's, it's, it's a silly, it's a waste of ammunition. It is. That's for every two, two, three round going through. That's what forty five cents a fucking bullet. <laughs> right. And you're gonna you're gonna miss with like ten of them. Well, you should love you should you should love the full automatic then, Glenn, because I mean that's more money in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, oh, if, if mass shooters could afford that, then they'd have a good job and they wouldn't need to be shooting <laughs> up the place. I mean, but. I, I don't know. To me, I think I, the bump stock thing, it's it was it was most definitely lazy legislation, if you ask me. Um, and it's I mean, you're, you're never going to get to the point in this country where they undertake true um, a true approach that's going to work. Um, because ultimately, I mean, it's, it's either somebody being in the pocket of the gun of the gun industry, mm-hmm. um, or it's, or it's something completely different. I mean, it's just, it's well, just, it's just not, I mean, or it's going to be somebody trying to pass legislation to, you know, appease their base or something. If um, you guys want to talk like really crazy conspiracy politic theories on, on guns, take it from me that somebody they have sold guns for a decade now. Uh, Barack Obama issued a statement that was like hinting that he was going to ban ban assault weapons, quote unquote assault weapons, which mm-hmm. is just ARs, armor light rifles. That week we had more sales in ARs than any week that we've ever been in business. Now. Two weeks later, he passes a bill to reduce security checks on all guns. No longer is there a 48-hour waiting period on handguns, which kill more more people than any other type of weapon. Sorry. There's no longer a, uh, a human that that reviews each background check. It's all automated like YouTube is with their flagging system. All right. So you time that he tells everyone to be scared. He gets people to buy guns and then reduces the waiting period and security checks. This is an actual bill that was signed. I noticed a couple days after the bill was signed, the whole website was changed. So it was easier for people to access guns. So are you that, si- go ahead that I'm right there is making money off of a tragedy and not giving a shit who you give guns to well i mean look it, if the long and short of it when it comes to somebody like this Black. is this is the most amazing part of the entire story is most government changes to our background system take months before you even realize that they were implemented. This was implemented less than a week after he made his speech about fear of assault weapons. So are you saying are you saying that Barack Obama was more of a friend of the Second Amendment than maybe initially? If, he, if he's thought? not saying that, I'll no, say that. <laughs> no, he's not a threat to the... He, no, a friend. A friend. Yeah, he is a friend to the <laughs> Second Amendment. This is the thing, is when these background checks uh, policies get they take at least six months before they're implemented in the website. This was implemented in the website in less than three days, which is funny because you look at his healthcare website that wasn't implemented till months where it could fully function properly. That's true. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah. I mean, the, I mean that the, the healthcare a real government conspiracy. Take it from a guy that runs a gun shop. He made fake hype, and then reduced the waiting times 
in the background checks on all guns. And a lot the of people got rich, thing. right? Yeah, we get we had the best year we've ever had <laughs> selling guns. I would love I would love for because like hard not only did we sell the gun that day, the background check came back that day. Because everything was reduced from from humans reviewing background checks to an automated system. I've heard many I've heard- many gun shop guys say this too that they during during the during Obama's tenure they you know yeah, they made was an absolute the, fortune. Our our gun sales skyrocketed, and you can raise the prices too, right? Because everybody's scared and they need the gun right now, so you don't you can you can raise the prices of your guns a little bit, bump bump up that profit margin a little. And, well, yeah, I mean, come on, it's capitalism. It's best system in the world mm-hmm. sorry specialist <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i got under your skin on that one uh, well, yeah. cap- capitalism might be one of the reasons why we have uh you know so many school shootings and such a problem with guns but anyways um not really because capitalism is regulated by the free market and not the government which is doing a complete shit job on doing your background checks right now well that's that's Except for me they didn't give a shit beforehand. Now they really don't give a shit when there's a government shutdown. That's not what I mean, but I, I, it's, it's probably a discussion for a different day. But what I will say, though, about the, um, about the whole Barack Obama thing... Um, I'm not saying I'm not saying Glenn is wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong, Glenn. Oh, I he's think, definitely not wrong. I think, I think, I think, I think, I you, think, I think you're probably paper. right. Yeah, I know. I think I think you're right. It, 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 paperwork. Yeah, well, no. I'm saying is if if anybody if anybody knows about something like this in the you know in the in the after effects of of saying one thing and then doing another, um, it's going to be you since you're you're directly involved in the uh, in the industry. What I'm going to say though is I am not surprised because when you when you take a step back and look at. Um, Ultimately, who Barack Obama is or who Bill Clinton is or who George W. Bush is, um, I mean, they're, they're a lot closer to the center than many people might want to believe. And when it comes to somebody like Barack Obama, look, I've I voted for Barack Obama. Um, I would certainly definitely prefer Barack Obama over Donald Trump. That's for damn sure. Um, more so over Hillary Clinton. And, you know, I can go on. But the truth is, is I will use a term from Josh that Barack Obama is a big D Democrat. And big D Democrats, much like big R Republicans, they are going to have the corporate interests or a lot of corporate interests in mind, whether that's the gun industry, the pharmaceutical industry, um, so on and so forth. I mean, that's that that's what it is. I mean, whatever they're going to be able to do to help the American economy from what they believe is a legitimate standpoint, that may be a legitimate and, and standpoint. Whoever, and from whoever scratched their back yeah. last week. Yeah, from, 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 from a capitalist standpoint, that that's what he's doing. It's a lobby thing, too. Yeah. They don't, they don't care about life. I mean, you're going to reduce the time on Chicago's gun checks? I mean, the, the highest murder capital of of the world, pretty much, when it comes to handguns, and you're going to reduce the time that it takes to do a handgun check? Well, I mean, and we, we know... Because it's convenient? 
numbers show numbers. this very easily that you know these people like to pretend like they're enemies with each other and and that's a point i try to make often is that people like to act like the the republicans and the democrats are the enemies that are not it's the government and the people that are that are enemies with each other. The government, the Democrats and the Republicans are on the exact same side, and ultimately, yeah, ultimately. and truly, when you look at it, you know, all the think of the people that complain about about these guys, and Rush Limbaugh, his ratings are so much better when a Democrat is in office. Oh, sure. And MSNBC's ratings are so much better when a Republican is in office. And it's didn't this didn't start with Barack Obama. Guns sell so much better when a Democrat is in office. I mean they do. They you can look at uh, They do. You can or, you can look at Bill Clinton versus George W. Bush even. And what was really the difference between George W. Bush's politics and Bill Clinton's politics? The letter next Cr- to the crickets, name. yeah, crickets from everyone. <laughs> they're they're they we they were practically the same person. They both invaded countries. They yeah. brought they both brought on you know, they both brought brought on mm-hmm. war. Um, mm-hmm. I mean the Bill Clinton thing with with Bosnia and the mm-hmm. ethnic cleansing. I mean that may be. I mean that's. Mm-hmm. I mean that's obviously terrible what happened there. Yeah. And and, um, and George W. Bush was a was a disappointment because he was soft on the stuff Republicans pretend to care about, and Bill Clinton was a disappointment because he was soft on the stuff Democrats. It, it, it it's the same thing, guys. It is. It really is. I mean, you'll realize that, and like you said, the Democrats are the best salesmen. Since Trump has been in office, it's like our sales guns decline. At least thirty five percent since Barack Obama was in office. You know, in and it's true. I mean, I'm sorry that, but there isn't one thing. And but I'm not. A, I'm not gonna pretend. The difference like, is Trump isn't instilling fear upon people. I, I mean, I'll agree the bump stock ban was bullshit, but Barack Obama would go on TV and instill fear upon gun owners every single fucking week. It seemed like. You but know what? The you thing know what, is with. Go, go ahead. Adam. I was gonna say the the fear aspect though. I think came from from the the, the notion, maybe the ill the ill conceived notion that a Democrat's going to take all our guns. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean that that's 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 where the fear ultimately came that, from because because you don't because you don't see, because you don't see that fear right now, especially with Trump's base. If 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 Trump's base heard what Donald Trump has said about guns coming from Barack Obama, oh my ho- God. holy shit. You would you would you would see people I mean, you would have lines out the door. Glenn, of, of your gun shop of people trying to buy up whatever stock you had left. Oh, my God. You wouldn't be able to keep a Molan Lave sticker on the shelf. I mean, I'll, I'll, be... just, I'll just point this out is during Barack Obama, we couldn't keep AR magazines on the shelf quick enough. People would buy three, four at a time. Yeah, and I think that that so I think that that was I mean from a from a citizen standpoint, I think that had more so to do with people on the right being terrified that somebody on the left 
was going to take their guns away. I don't think it had anything. I don't think it really had anything to do with anything that, else. And, and that's all part of their plan, though, because when when somebody on the left is in office, it pushes people to the right, and when someone on the right. Yeah, is in office, it, it pushes people to the left, which you you saw it with Barack Obama. You see it with Donald Trump. It it keeps it keeps them taking turns for the presidency. I, I had one guy walk into the gun store. Right, this was right after Barack Obama made a speech about wanting to take care of the gun problem. He goes, "Now, mind you, these magazines for the ARs are forty bucks a piece." He goes, "I'll buy everything on your shelf." <laughs> And I go, why is that? Like, I mean, obviously, I want to know why I'm selling them. He's like, because they want to take away our guns. <laughs> like, like, no matter how many magazines you got, you only got one gun for it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, that what the, yeah, what, what kills me, part. what kills me is that ha huh? ah, no, what <laughs> what what what. what what makes me think is, what grinds my gears. Yeah, what grind, is that you know you look at the bump stock thing, which maybe you know maybe I'm making more of the bump stock thing than I should. But to me, it is kind of a big deal. Well, it's the most recent. But to me, Barack Obama was anti Second Amendment in his words. But as Glenn pointed out, he wasn't in his actions. Donald Trump is anti Second Amendment in his actions. But not in his words. Right. I mean, he says all the right things that people want to hear on the right, right about, about guns. I'm, I'm pro-Second Amendment. Yeah. I'm this, I'm that. Then he bans bump stocks. Yeah. Barack Obama tells oh, you I'll, that he wants guns off the street. I, I voted then, for the guy. I'll tell you when he's bullshit. The bump stock thing was bullshit. You, so. know, I, you know, and um, Glenn, I know you don't live here in Michigan. But here in Michigan, I tried to tell this to uh, some people. Was, uh, you know, we were... Had some had some downtime at, at the day job a while ago, and I try to tell people this. We're all Michiganders. We're all people that have lived in Michigan our entire lives, and I said the same thing about our Michigan governors. Our our Republican Michigan governors have talked about how they're pro gun, pro Second Amendment, and our Democratic governors have talked about how they're anti gun, but in legislation. It is so not true. It's not true at all. No, we got the shell issue carry in here in Michigan for our CCWs under Governor Jennifer Granholm. (laughs) Our our gun rights have never been more um, infringed here in Michigan in in Michigan's in Michigan's constitution it actually not only I mean we all have the second amendment but Michigan's constitution actually doubles down on the second amendment mm-hmm. um and you know it is so plain and so clear about your right to bear arms that it's it's you know, I mean, it goes about as far as you can. Is it, is it because of the of the hunting aspect here in the state? Um, yes, it also um actually even dates back to um uh renegade escape slaves okay it was actually saying that um michigan's constitution actually goes out of the way to say that all persons and they make sure to use the word persons not citizens okay in in the michigan constitution saying which basically says that here in michigan you're supposed to again they don't always follow the constitution 
But here in Michigan, you have an absolute and positively right to bear arms and carry them even if you are not a citizen, if you are a member of an Indian tribe, if you are an illegal alien. That doesn't take away your right to bear arms. In but, the state of Michigan. But you can sure bet, though, if a state trooper pulled over an illegal immigrant who had a gun in the car, they're going to be taking him away in handcuffs. Um, or a legal immigrant who has well, never committed yes. a crime in his life, yes. Yeah. Um, but, no, our rights have never been more infringed as gun owners than they were under John Engler. Governor, no, you know, Michigan is, governor, Republican governor for 12 years. You know, I, 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 I will tell you this. I have I have yet to sell a single AR clip since Donald Trump has been in presidency, and right now is when you want to buy as many AR clips as you possibly can. They're just getting dusty on your shelf. Well, yeah. well they used to be flying off of it. <laughs> Somebody actually infringed on your gun rights, and you're not doing anything about it. Although this guy on this sure side, you can have my bump stock. Uh, this guy on this side talked about your gun rights and you bought up the whole fucking store. So it's like right now is the time that you should be buying stuff, but you're not. Glenn's p- propping up his chair at work with a with a with AR fifteen magazines. <laughs> I'm just staying out of it. Like I have yet to sell a AR fifteen magazine since Trump has been president. That's that's crazy. I mean, that's yeah. weird. During Obama, I couldn't keep him on the shelf. Wow, that's interesting. And he wasn't—he yeah. wasn't actually infringing on your gun rights. Well, you like don't need Trump- this many magazines now because bump stocks are illegal, so you can't shoot them as fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> heaven forbid you have a nub instead of a bunch of fingers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, Glenn. Anything else? You know. We're we're running out of time here. Do you want to mention the uh, the MAGA kids at all? The the yeah, um, I do actually. I know yes, that was something you wanted to bring up, and then we'll we'll wrap it up with that. But Adam, what's your point of view? Because you guys actually released an article that mm-hmm. was it kind of disgusting. Why was it disgusting? Because you didn't wait for the facts. What facts were they? Well, let's let's break it down here. Okay, go ahead. What, what you saw and what I saw. Okay, we'll have civil debate here. Adam, you do acknowledge though that they kind of they they jump the gun on parts of it though, right? I mean, the, potentially. But uh, go ahead, Glenn. Potentially. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead, Glenn. Can... Okay, so when I when I was first queued in, it was like everyone else. The the uh, articles and the videos were being released. There was one video, and upon viewing it, I was like, what's the big deal? Like, everything that this vid- that these articles are claiming isn't happening in the video, and everybody got outraged about it. And I, I mean, on Facebook, you can, you can go back through my archives and stuff. I was telling people, let's just wait this out. See what's going to come down the pipeline because the narrative that everyone's spinning it towards, I don't see at all. Let's see if there's another side to the story. Let's not just get one side. 
apparently there's three sides of the story, which nobody's reporting on the third side, which are the Hebrew Israelites that were shouting things that I don't even want to say because they're so disgusting at these kids. And that was minutes before the the video that went viral was recorded. I mean, that came out the day after everybody was reporting on this, this story. And from my, my initial eyes, what I saw was a bunch of teens acting like teens. What can you expect? I'm willing to bet all of us on this podcast have done way more immature and dumb shit than those teens could. And contextually, as as it relates to that, I can say that I haven't. Have I done dumb? Have I done dumb stuff before? Yes, but in that regard, no. Yeah, honestly, I will say this: before I even knew what, because they did improperly report this big time. Um, when it first came out, I was annoyed that they were as as a dad as a dad i was annoyed that like okay so some kids acted like assholes okay i, I, I don't i don't care like i, I it, it was not that big a deal to me i i thought it was a actually kind of a a silly idea that you would say that some kids who were acting like jerks and as it turns out they weren't acting like as big a jerks as i thought they were from the original reporting I thought, since when can kids bully a Vietnam veteran? <laughs> like that, That's not a thing. I know Vietnam veterans, and I know kids, and uh, like it, it doesn't work that way. All right? it, it, it can when you have a vast number well, of but, them. Well, but you can walk away, and he, he wasn't, he had not only did he not walk away, but he was the one that walked into it. He, well, he, he walked. He walked by them. I mean, I and, to me that that oh, kid who's smirking in the picture, he looks like a nervous yeah. and scared kid. Now that you say that he walked by them, that that like totally fuzzies the whole narrative that was originally brought up. Because the okay, original narrative was he walked. He didn't walk up to him. These kids surrounded him, and he couldn't escape. Okay, but, but they he, did surround him though. He never made any attempts to go, go around anybody. Okay, but he they, they did surround him, though. They He was, I mean, from what I saw, he was trying to defuse the situation between the, the black Hebrews and the MAGA kids. And then when so, he walked, and so, then when he walked by them, that's when they started to swarm him. They swarmed okay. him, they got him from the front, and then they got him from the back. Um, and even there's a, there was a lady in there too that said, what are you guys, 16, you're acting like a mob. Now, I don't know if she was with the guy or if she wasn't with the guy, but that's what she said in the video. And I know that somebody brought up something on the website, you know, well, how come he didn't go up to the, to the black Hebrews and, and, and he went up to the kids. Okay. Well, you're asking me why he didn't go, why he turned left instead of right. I don't know. And if that's if that's what you're coming at me with, then okay, then you got me there. The only thing that I know is what I saw in the video. He went I up saw, there. He went up there. 
he didn't barge into them or anything like that. He went up there to him with his drum and they swarmed him and they looked like, and yeah, they did. They looked, they looked like shitheads while they were doing it. Perhaps they did. What, what is the proper response when someone walks up to you, gets in your face and starts playing a drum? Okay. Do you start to sit there and, and, and mock it though? I mean, is, is that, I might, I don't is know. That, is, <laughs> is that, is that what you do? I mean, I mean that's what, not... what is that? Is that proper what behavior though? Do? To get in somebody's is face and start playing a drum? Okay. Well, was he, was he in their face initially? I don't think he was. I think a lot of the kids, I think that one kid in particular came up to him while he was playing the drum, but, I mean he wasn't. I mean he wasn't pulling a Wolf Ferrell here he, with cowbell he, but and going a, up to somebody's face. But this is a this is a crappy situation that people are put into, and then you're gonna criticize how how somebody handles it after they've been shouted down, and they're. I mean, there's this is a this is a, a messy situation, and you're judging the way kids react. Okay, but you know what though, too, there wasn't just this incident. I mean, a lot of people. Did it no, deep- let's focus on the incident at hand here. Okay, but it's Somebody not. Okay, a, but okay, but the, but Glenn, like, hold on, hold on a second, Glenn. The other stuff adds more context to what happened. But go ahead. You know what though, Adam? One thing too. This, you're right though. This isn't the only incident. As it turns out, what we knew about this this tribal leader is false as well. What okay, we well, what, we okay well, what we and, know about the kids as and well he, in that school that, and that came he from. has a history of, of, okay. uh, of inciting okay, things. Okay, you know, in, Josh, in I, will, I will address that, but Glenn, go ahead. Okay. No, I, I wanted you to go ahead on your original point because you were trying to address it to me. I'm sorry. I, I, I no, I, I I lost I lost track. So say what you need to say, and then I will, and then I will respond to Josh. Okay, so if you w- believe me, I probably watch all forms of the video more than anybody that you know. Like, there's four actually significant videos that you can paint this whole picture from. The first one is these black Hebrew Israelites. And I'm not defending them. These- I'm not defending them. No. And, uh, and what I want to say is, why is nobody reporting on them? for the actual racist stuff that they said. No, why I mean, isn't the, why isn't the left reporting on them showing the videos of the racist stuff that they said? Because it doesn't fit the narrative. You have a bunch of grown adults yelling racist stuff to towards these kids and that they're just waiting for a bus. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't I would I wouldn't make him out to be that innocent, but go ahead. I I, I will with kids. I will. I really will make kids out to be innocent when when, uh, when not, everyone not, else. Not, not in that why, sense. Why is why are any of these people doing this to kids? I'm I'm sorry. Why why are any no? Of these and like I said, I'm not I'm not I'm not defending the black Hebrews in this sense. Absolutely not. They were they were completely in the wrong too. They shouldn't have. They most certainly shouldn't have been doing that, and they definitely need to be held accountable for it. I mean, why why is the why isn't the media reporting on that? Because because you didn't you didn't have now. Okay, if the tribal leader went up to them and and that and that's what happened from there, then you would probably have something come about with that. But that's not what happened. That's not what happened. 
let's put it in context. What really happened is these black Hebrew Israelites were chanting racist stuff, like despicable stuff that I won't even mention on this show, right? And then immediately when the uh, the kids start to react, they they chant their own school anthem. That's when the original video press record. And it was conveniently after the the Native Americans walked up to him. The kids did not walk up to the Native Americans. Nathan Phillips walked up to these kids and started banging a drum in their face. Okay, he wasn't when, banging the drum in their face. He wasn't. I mean, as much as as much as you want to try to push that, he wasn't banging the drum in their face. Dude, how big is your bubble? What are you talking about? Like I watched the same video that you watched. Before someone invades your bubble. Okay. He didn't walk into their house and do this. As far as I'm concerned, they came up, they came up, they came up, they came up to him after they swarmed him as he was walking, as he was walking by him. And it was them that was getting in his face too. Not walk up to him. He walked up to him, them. Why, why is any of this appropriate with children? Is, is the question I have. The, the kids. I mean, if, if these kids were being jerks, why isn't Nathan Phillips talking to to some sort of chaperone and saying, why, why is, hey, your kids are being jerks? Why, why is what being appropriate? I mean, he was. it's not like he was ye- yelling the, the, the racial stuff to them. I mean, he was he was banging it. He was he was banging it. He was banging. He was banging a drum and singing a song. Was but why was he there? I don't get why he was there. I don't get why the he was there. He was there for the for the indigenous march. That's why he was there. He was there for the same reasons that they were there. No, but they were they weren't there. They were leaving in a bus. That they weren't. There okay, wasn't anything okay, going well, on. There. Maybe he was trying to defuse the situation. Maybe that's but what he was trying to do. And if you want, and if you want, and if you want to call bullshit on that, then I'm going to go ahead and call bullshit on you guys. That if you think that if not you guys, but anybody who's trying to push the narrative that all oh, these were just innocent kids minding their own business. When I'm sorry, but that wasn't the case. They weren't at Especially, their march yet. Especially based on some of the other stuff that has come out regarding th- these kids, they were going to a pro-life rally. Oh, a yeah, very and that, peaceful you see, one. okay, yeah, that's the thing here. That's the thing that other people want to push too. Oh, they were just going to a pro-life rally they to were. talk about, you know, to to talk about, you know, Show about people. They, but they weren't even there. Yes, they were there for that. But that no, has, they, but, but, it, but they it, were getting on the bus to it, go to but that. But in a lot of sense, that has nothing to do with what happened here. They were getting on a bus to go home. Show me the video that you saw where they were actually part of the rally instead of. Not in attending it. Who cares about the rally? I mean, that's not. That's not. That's not what I'm. That's okay, not what I'm getting well, at. Here. I think. I think we've we've established that people aren't going to look at the video the exact same way. But what what I'm wondering is, can we acknowledge here that the press, that the media, did a terrible job of reporting this? Especially initially, the the way it was covered. I mean, we were given, we were we were given the epitome to use a term that I'm so sick of hearing. We were given 
the absolute definition of fake news. Okay, if you want to, if you want to say the press did an awful job in saying that these kids sought out this guy and went and you know went after him and and and, and got around him from that adage, then yes, they, that, they, that was and, that and was. Who did they who did they seek out? What what was what was the 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 big thing that the press was saying that you they tell sought me. Out? You tell me that they sought out a Vietnam veteran, which we now find out that isn't true either. He's actually not a <laughs> Vietnam veteran. So yeah, your your story gets a little bit less again. Credible. Who cares? Because it's that was told. That was okay. told. Uh, okay, to but us. that but that doesn't take away from them totally disrespecting. But, the, so th- so the whole, they were lying, and they don't even care. Disrespect. Okay, but I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not even There's talking like about the media. I'm not even. Ta- but I am. I, I'm not, okay. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, Josh. Yeah, the media did a terrible job doing it, but that doesn't take away from the fact that yes, you know what? I will stand by the headline that we posted that these kids were acting like shitheads. Okay, so 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 does that mean though that because some kids who are not even old enough to vote that because they let's just assume, let's just go with what you said, Adam, that they were acting like shitheads. Cuz this is what I was saying after the first day that that I'm I'm going off of my the reaction I had gutturally when I first heard about this before I learned any of what we kind of know now is the truth. Mm-hmm. That does that mean that because some kids acted like assholes that um, the entire Trump movement is racist? Does that mean that everyone that that agrees with Things that this side is is purported to believe in, that that is evil because some kids wearing MAGA hats acted like dicks. Does I mean, that, do, what are, are what, you, what does you, that mean? I mean, are you saying, so some kids acted like jerks? Does that mean that are you saying because of, because? Of why did X equals Y in the sense? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. I, I don't understand that. Let's pretend for argument's sake that some kids in MAGA hats acted like complete assholes. No, well, if you're does, asking me, if you're asking does me, does that I, mean that the entire movement? Does that mean that it's uh, wrong to be white? Does that mean that it's wrong to be a Trump supporter? And I'm not a Trump supporter, you know that. Does that mean that it's wrong to be pro-life? Does that mean that it's wrong to be anything just because some okay. some some asshole if, if who I, is wearing if, a if hat you're, if you're, said okay, something? you're asking me if I think all Trump supporters are racist. No, I don't. I don't think all Trump supporters are racist. Okay, but but pretend, regardless of whether you do think Trump supporters are racist or don't think Trump supporters are racist, is it legitimate data to say that they are or are not because some kids wearing Trump hats acted like assholes? I mean, is that where where is the data the hats that they were that they were wearing? It adds to the context of it. It adds to the context based on the rhetoric that the that the president of the United States has expressed himself, whether it be on Twitter or what. What's so funny, Glenn? What's so funny? It's true. Everything that I'm saying is true. The rhetoric that Donald Trump has has just, has has said. You just, you just proved my original. Point what's your original point, Glenn? What's your original point? About, 
it's not about a smile. It's about the hat that they were wearing. No, I'm like, saying uh, no, because you know what? You could have had a Donald Trump. You could have had somebody who was wearing a Donald Trump hat. there doing completely nothing. And that would have been fine. Did. No, that but what I'm, okay. And you know what? Maybe he's not a racist dickhead too. Maybe he's one of the kids in that group that isn't a racist, bigoted dickhead. Yeah, he handled the situation better than I ever and I, and I and I don't and I don't it's think and I don't think nothing. and I don't think I ever I ever insinuated that every single person in that group were racist or so on and so forth. We're but not the, saying you the, did, the but the, but that was that was definitely. You. Well, it seems like that's what Glenn is trying to uh, put that's, forth. Well, there. that's what the MSM was pushing. Okay, uh, you know, in in that first day. For sure. Okay. And many of them have backtracked and have acknowledged, including the New York Times. What I'm saying is the is is the is the mocking. And you know what? Say what you want about the Elizabeth. Say, hold mocking? on, Glenn. Hold on. No. Say what you want to say about about Elizabeth Warren. But the way that he uses the term Pocahontas, the way that he brought <laughs> what again? Oh, that, that, oh, that, okay. that, Oh what? That's 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 not that that's something that the president of the United States should be doing when referring to a a a, a sitting United States senator. Absolutely. That's something. Oh, okay. Out. Okay. Well, then, oh, Glenn, from that from that standpoint, you are a dickhead when it's, it comes to something well, like that. It's the way that the way that the way the way hold on the way that the way that he brings up the wounded knee thing. He, it's obviously it's obvious that he doesn't have much respect for for the Native American population in this country. Oh, okay. It is is it it is abundantly clear that he doesn't because have much he respect. A fake American Indian. For being a fake American, no. Indian. The way the, the way that he uses the way that he uses the term in and of itself, he could just go and say, "Hey, Elizabeth Warren, you are you are a liar, and you're doing a disservice to the to the to the um, Native American population by trying to claim something that you are not." Instead, he's using some 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 shitty term to 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 describe the situation because he thinks it's funny with his base, which obviously he it, it's working if Glenn is sitting here cracking up about it listen adam i agree i agree with you i do not like the way the president of the united states talks i don't like the way he insults people at times but i will also say i'm far more insulted and i think it's far more insulting to native americans that elizabeth warren lies about her heritage and I'm not and I'm not saying that's right either. So, I think that I think that that's absolutely well, wrong. Don't you for think doing that. that they should be called out upon it? Yeah, but not in the way that he's doing well, it. We, we all agree that Donald Trump doesn't call people out properly from time to time. You know, I mean, that's that's him. That is him. I don't like it either. Um, some people do. In this particular case, he isn't wrong. Elizabeth Warren is a liar. You know, I mean, she she is an absolute liar. Do I think so there's a better way to call her out on it? Yeah, I do. But um, in, in, in today's day and age, is that the only way that would perhaps work to expose her as a liar? I don't know. I would like to say no. I hope that's not the case. But it seems like maybe it is. Maybe that's the only way anybody hears it. Make, make memes for days, ladies and gentlemen. Make memes for days about her lying about being a Native American. But you see, it's, but you see the way that the way that he's going about doing it doesn't show much respect for the Ameri- for, for the Native American movement as a whole. 
Okay, like laugh about it. Out? Okay, laugh about it all you want, Glenn. But that's calling her that's, out and then making fun no, of her. No, no, call her out. Call her out about it, but doing, but doing it, but do it in a respectful way that you're not, you're not disparaging the group of people that she's also taking a dump on. Well, unfortunately, though, for decades we had politicians, and again, I'm not trying to stick up for Trump. I can't stand the way Donald Trump talks. I hate his tweets. I really, I don't like it, but for decades and decades, we had politicians that called each other out in the proper way for lies they told, and we had nothing for it. We had nothing for it. We, all, all that, all that happened because of that was that our politicians were able to perpetuate those lies and keep them going forever. Now, quite honestly... I don't know that Donald Trump's method works either because Elizabeth Warren's still a senator. Quite honestly, I don't know how you lie about something like that or make something up like that and try to get votes and still turn around and are a senator and people still vote for you. I, I don't even get it. So, so yeah, I, so I'll, I'll be the first one to say I don't get how Elizabeth Warren's still a senator. I don't get how Donald Trump's the president. They look you know, at it's it a weird world like we live in. Someone made a meme about her. I should feel sorry for her because she's on my same political side. Huh? <laughs> what are you saying, Glenn? I'm sorry. I think we kind of were talking over you at first. I said someone made a meme about her, and now we should all feel sorry about her and vote for her even though she's not really on her political side. Oh, I, well, I and I see what you're saying. I, you know, the vast majority of the time people get voted for, it's because they have an R or a D next to their name. You know, I mean, that that's that's the country, and that's kind of the sad truth of, uh, you know, party duopoly, in essence. But this is what I want to ask Adam, is mm -hmm. if somebody came up to you after they were in a group of people that were calling you racist things and demeaning things towards you, and they started banging a drum and chanting in your face, how would you react? I would have to say that the kid that smiled reacted far better than I would. I would walk react. away. I would walk so away. Now, now you would walk away, and then the media would tell everyone that you don't respect this guy's chant, so you walk away. Oh, 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 okay. No okay, you're you're bringing you're bringing up a hypothetical that it's that, not a that hypothetical. We, yes, 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 it is, Glenn. That is a total hypothetical. I would walk away from the situation. I can tell you one thing: I wouldn't sit there and mock it. I would not you sit there and mock it. What was the mockery going on? The only oh my God. instance of mockery. Watch, okay, okay. The, uh, All right. You know what? You know what? Josh, okay, okay, I'm done. Glenn, I'm done. Glenn, Glenn I'm done. and Adam, we have, I'm we done. have, we have, we <laughs> have done. decided that. Okay, you guys definitely view the uh, the, the conversation was good. You I'm guys, not. I'm not getting to a circular argument. You guys about both this. made some great, great points, but but we're, uh, you know, I mean, we we've we've made it very clear that you guys don't agree on yeah. on what happened that day. Um, Adam, anything else you want to throw out there? No, I'm good. Okay, and Glenn, anything else you want to throw? We're, we 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 covered the uh, we covered the MAGA kids, but anything else you want to throw out? We'll have you on again. You want to change my mind? You're more than willing to. No, I I mean I minds aren't going to be changed when we, it comes to something like this. As, as we've discussed on the show many times, 
the the, the minds we're trying to affect or the minds we're trying to not even change necessarily but pump um that's fine you know i think media should be held responsible for trying to destroy these kids lives when they weren't even the agitators Mm. yeah and i I, I know what you're saying, Glenn. I do. You guys both made some good points. You actually really did. I know you're both on, you know, opposite ends of this, uh, of this argument here. But like we've talked about, Glenn, a lot, Adam and I we say this frequently on this show, that I don't know that we're even trying to change minds, but the, the minds we're trying to affect or the minds we're trying to pump information to aren't necessarily each other's. We've, you know, we, we have our opinions, but that's, that's why we do a podcast for the people out there listening. So people have heard Adam's take. They've heard Glenn's take. Um, they've heard my, you know, arbitrary innocuous take, you know, pumped into the middle a little bit. So people can, can make their own, people can make their own minds up about this stuff. But Glenn, anything else real quick that you want to say about any other different issues? And we can have you on in this. I know, I know. I'm not getting along with Adam right now, but thank you for having me. <laughs> hey, Glenn, I have I own, I own a Milwaukee Brewers hat, and I love it. So, so it's not going to be uh, the Brewers. I guess somebody bought out American Family Insurance bought out the rights to Miller Park. So, really? So wait, they're gonna? They're. What are you getting at here? They're changing the name. They're going to change the name of the Brewers? I don't know. Really? They can't do it's that. Up in, it's up in the air. Miller Park's definitely to be changed. Okay, why were the hell were we wasting our time with the Mega Kids for the past half hour when we could have been discussing yeah, really. a real issue? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely a real issue. It's the highest bidder. Now it's probably going to be called American Family Park. What, are they going to be American Family Video or something like that? Is that going to be the team Which name? sounds... Which sounds so wimpy. Yeah, that's be terrible. That is terrible, dude. If they change the name, if they're not the Brewers anymore. I bet they still, they'll still be the that, Brewers. That would suck. No, that's, you know what, though? If they change the name, that's like, that's a, it's a, it's a marketing nightmare. It is. You can't do that. Yeah, the Milwaukee agents. That's who you have. <laughs> you can't, you can't do that. No way. Hey, Glenn, we appreciate, we appreciate having you, too, as our uh, new political consultant. You want to do this every you want to do this every four or five weeks or so? Yeah, I'd, cool. I'd be down. I, sorry, Adam, we got in a heated debate. Hey, that's sorry. what happens. That's hey, that's why happens. we have that. That's why we do it, man. That's that's all right. If it didn't get heated, it'd, get, it'd be. I, 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 I still love you both. Just so you know, we, we love you, too, Glenn. Thanks. Uh, hey, thanks for the, the intel on the. Uh, on the Brewers, too. I did not. I didn't know anything about that. Yep, American Family Park. That's dumb. That is dumb. That's really dumb. Sounds like especially when they're like, like, oh, we can't have it called Miller because that's that's um. Like, sounds like know, Pat Robertson owns the like, team. Exactly. That's like, that's endorsing beer. But guess what? I bet they're still gonna sell beer. No. <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah. gonna sell a lot of beer right. there. My God. Yep, it's the Democrats' uh, chance to sell more beers to the Republicans. <laughs> Is the beer there really good? Is it? Is it? Do you think it's like better than? Oh, it's top notch. It's brewed the same day that every ballpark. Have you ever been to another park? Yeah, yeah. I would assume and, that it's, uh, it's probably the best there. Yeah, they deliver it. It's only a couple blocks down, Miller. Miller, uh, the brewery. Is. Oh, really? So, like, the beer is like fresh. Like, it's yeah. Like- they actually have their own brewing station at the park. Really. 
I'm surprised yeah, more places don't undertake the, something like you've that. You've tasted the beer there, I have. Josh. I have. I've also tasted the cheese curds there, which are insanely awesome. That I I I have woke up in the middle of the night thinking about the cheese curds from Miller Park. Before. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. They raise they raise the prices, son. Did they really? Okay. The cheese curds? How much they cost now? Yeah. Nine bucks, man. Oh, that's, it's Christ. still worth it. It's still worth it. Cheese curds. Taxation theft, but, yeah, I mean. Are you paying you tax know. on that? I don't know. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you got to pay. pay tax on everything in the ballpark. When, when I went to, uh, um, when, when I bought cheese curds there the first time, I bought a bag, turned around, a, popped one in my mouth, and turned back around and bought another bag. <laughs> uh, I was like, I was like fresh, man. yeah, I was just They're like, fresh. oh, I was like, oh, damn. I'm like, okay, never mind. Here, give me one more bag of those. She's, she's like, I told you they were good. <laughs> like, yeah, you're. Adam, come on. Throw <laughs> game one of these times. We'll get drunk together and we'll debate mega teams. Well, I don't, I don't drink, but um, <laughs> I would. Uh, I would, can eat cheese curds. Too. I would. I will. I will sample. I will sample a cheese curd you to love, see if I love see if curds. I like it or not. You I'm sure I, I'm, I probably will. I probably will. I'd like to see a Brewers game though. Yeah. Oh, it's a cool stadium, man. It's a seriously. A no, cool I stadium. I want to see it. I, I think that those. I think I those are stadiums that I want to see. Yeah. Um. Same thing. I think it's Chase Field in um is in Arizona is very similar to it. Although they're trying to. I think the Diamondbacks are trying to leave Chase Field. Really? And go someplace else. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what brewers were doing, but they didn't do it until today. Yeah. That's so. Hey, yeah, I mean, it's, it's Miller Park is, from what I could see, is a million times better than County Stadium. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, dude, you don't have the experience of having splinters in your ass just sitting yeah. by the fence. County Stadium looked like a dump on top of a dump. It was, and <laughs> the only background that you had in the outfield was the ghetto. <laughs> that yeah. was it. it was projects for days. Yeah, that, was the, that was the flaming turd that started the dumpster fire. <laughs> Democrats. <laughs> hey, uh, Glenn. Hey, man. Thanks. Thanks for calling in, man. We'll uh, we'll talk with you soon, dude. We'll we'll get you back on in a few weeks. We had deep issues next week, and then. Uh, Two weeks after that, too, so it'll probably be after those shows. But uh, we'll get you on again soon, bud, all right? Thanks. I'm sure there'll be another group of people to chastise over. Yeah, maybe. Either <laughs> debate, so. Maybe a Mexican guy will go into a bunch of mega kids, and that can be the next topic. Hey, uh, Trump's numbers are raising with Mexicans. According to him. <laughs> Then it's gotta be true. It's right? gotta be true. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Glenn. Yeah. Thanks, sir. Thanks, man. We'll we'll talk to yep. you soon, buddy. See you, Glenn. <laughs> yep. Bye. All right. Do we get a new section, Adam, or do we just want to wrap it up? Uh, yeah. Let's 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 wrap it. Oh, yeah. No, we we went over <laughs> we went over tonight. So, uh, hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Um, it's a fun show. Uh, that was uh, Glenn Updike, our new political consultant and XCast contributor. I am Josh, and Adam is, of course, the one doing all the actual hard work over here, pressing all the buttons that I don't know how they work. But thanks, everybody, for tuning in. This has been episode number 96 of the XCast. We'll see you next week with Politics of the Empire and with Deep Issues, where our topic will be 
uh, the Godfather of Conspiracy Theories, Milton William Cooper. I'm sure Dorf is going to want to further um, add his two cents to our anarchy, our anarchism. Oh, I uh, hope so. Talk, um, I hope next so. week too. So expect a continuation and of it, that. That does kind of tie into our topic next week. Yes, it does. It, it very know, much, it yeah. very much so. So, does, it, so. so we will. It yeah. won't be too far off the beaten no. path of the major topic to discuss that next week. So two really cool shows next week. Uh, we've been preparing for them for a while, so they'll, they'll be good ones. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next week. Yep. Bye for now.